Welcome to the Power Your Life radio show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in, and I'm Joanne White, and I'm excited today. I don't know about you, but many of us grew up and still are growing up with the idea that competition is the way to go, competition in in events, in in sports, in scholastic challenges, and yet, isn't there another way? And maybe the other way is better, and maybe that's what this world needs right now to begin to shift into something wonderful. Well, here to talk about that is Dwayne Sternholm, a.k.a. Dane Starlin, and he's going to talk about cooperating for the greatest and highest good. He was challenged by the late futurist inventor and world citizen R. Buckminster Fuller to find a way to change the human mindset from competition to the more sustainable mindset of cooperation and collaboration. He's forged an unprecedented new path to the co-creation of the greatest and highest good by utilizing the Internet in support of political networking for collective consensus. Consensus, excuse me. Political networking is global democracy at its finest. It's an Internet platform for pure global democracy where every United Earth Ecclesia member gets one vote without the undue influence of lobbyists. Think about that, especially as we're moving into election here. He and his wife, Carly, co-founded the United Earth Ecclesia Foundation, and he has authored many articles, the five screenplays, video scripts, what hasn't he done, and two books to exemplify and elaborate on exactly how political networking for collective consciousness can be utilized to facilitate a positive evolution, and the sustainability of the human race. Welcome, Dwayne. How are you? Oh, I'm very good, Joanne. Thank you very much for having me on your program. It's my pleasure. So I have some questions because I love the idea, and I think that now, especially with everything that's going on in the world, we do need a shift. But is it possible is it possible, especially when people don't don't even accept differences and and look at each other in a foreign way and are very concerned about their property, mine, mine, mine? How do we go about making a change? Well, I think we have to first of all recognize that we're basically all the same. Um, we're all just uh, uh, the energy of love in our souls. Uh, trapped in a body made out of stardust, but in essence, we're all the same. We've put up all of these artificial delineations and barriers and and different types of things that 
keep us apart that are not really there. They're just all artificial, whether it be language or religion or or ethnocentrism to your country or it, these are all artificial barriers because basically basically in essence we're all just the same and I think that's what we have to realize is that that we don't need all of these artificial barriers to keep us apart. I I read a uh, a thing on the internet yesterday is says we don't have to agree on anything to treat each other with respect. So. You know, I certainly support what you're saying. However, and I'm just going to be play devil's advocate for a little bit. However, many people are filled with fear. So they think if if they let go of competition or let go of being wary of their neighbor, whether it's a whether it's a country a neighbor or or just their neighbor, then they're going to lose out and they're going to be duped. How do we get past the fear and the doubt and the mistrust that people have been brought up with for so long? Well, I think the first step that we have to do is is just to get to know each other a little bit. Uh, fear is usually based on so on the unknown, is is on an area that we we're not sure about. We don't know what's going to happen. We're we're not comfortable with something because we're just not familiar with it. Uh, a lot of studies have shown is that once people that are um, basically enemies or at odds against each other, once they get to know each other better, uh, their interactions become much more. Uh, positive and much more collaborative. It's just a matter of, of of trying and making the effort to understand the other person's position. Uh, we may not agree with it, but at least we can understand it a little bit. So I think it's just a matter of interaction, and and that's what we're providing with our our organization. We're providing a platform, a neutral platform on the internet, where people can get to know each other a little bit better. They we can. Uh, decide, determine through polls and political networking uh, what the biggest problems that we all face are. And then once we determine which what those problems are, then we can look at the different solutions to try to, to fix those problems. And then once we determine the best solution that uh, everybody agrees on or the majority agrees on, then we can uh, effect those uh, those those action plans in mass and try to make that change and and for the the good of the whole human race. You know, again, I I totally agree because I think that if we don't do something that we're really here almost for Armageddon if we you know, if we don't start trusting and you know, right now our weapons are nuclear in nature and and we can destroy not only each other, but everything on this planet, if if we're you know if we aren't careful, tell us a little bit about how your organization was formed because it's been there for a while. A little bit, a little bit of the background, Dwayne. Sure. Um, well, I uh, I uh, I have a pretty eclectic background. I, I grew up in a real small town in southeastern Colorado. And then I went to, to to college at Colorado State University uh, in Fort Collins, Colorado, and got a degree in uh, psychology. And then I got a wild hair, and I joined the Peace Corps and went to the Philippines for a couple of years and uh, 
worked in rice irrigation water management and taught introductory social sciences at the University of the Philippines. Then I came back and went to graduate school at the Islip School of Theology here in Denver and uh, got a degree in uh, religious philosophy and metaphysics. And I graduated from there, and I still kind of didn't know what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And fortunately, right after that, uh, I graduated uh, the summer after that. I was I attended a speech by the late, great Buckminster Fuller. And in that speech, he challenged the audience to see how we could make the, the change from the mindset, the predominant mindset of, of com- competition, as you mentioned before, to one of cooperation and collaboration. At the time, I thought to myself, well, how would you even start that process, given that the fact that there's so many different types of people in the world, different nationalities, different languages, different religions, uh, different cultures, how would you even start that process? But um, Dr. Fuller was so adamant about this is what we have to do to to make a better future that I accepted the challenge. I kind of was looking for my life's purpose at that point in my life, and so I decided this is a worthy challenge. So I struggled with how to start that process for a long time. And the, when I heard the speech, this is about 1980, so it was it was really before the Internet and, and all of that was really becoming popular. And um, then I I saw the how the the growth of the uh, the social networking on the internet and i thought well this is a great thing but it it could be used in a much better way uh social networking is great to keep in touch with your friends and your family and and uh celebrate your accomplishments and those kind of things but it doesn't really do a lot in in promoting the positive evolution of the human race which it has that capability if if we just use it properly um and so um i decided that we could use the internet to to provide this platform a kind of a neutral platform where we can determine what what do people want you know a lot of christians say what what would jesus do well what we're asking Excuse me. Uh, what we're asking is, is, what would the majority of average, loving, trustworthy, hard work, hardworking Earth citizen people do? What 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 does the average Joe want? What what is important to them? And so, with this platform, we're going to be able to do that with with our political networking, which is using polls to determine what the uh, the most popular um, answers are to the, these different types of questions and then once we uh we determine what the most important things are to people then we uh, say well how can we make this better and we can come up with some action plans using the same process and then once we get the action plan and that everybody the majority agrees upon then we can enact that in mass and and make the changes that we deem necessary to to co-create a better world now let me so ask you. Let me let sure, me ask go you ahead. this thing. What if you have just X number of people who are responding about what it is they want, but but they're just representative of one group because a lot of other people choose not to participate or not to respond. 
is that going to skew the information and, and, and the results in some way? Well, I yeah, it has that potentiality, but um, the biggest key to not letting that happen is, is to use a, a, a bigger uh, sample size. Okay, the larger the sample size, the the less margin of error that you're going to have. So, so our key is to is to really promote the organization, get a lot of members, and you know get that number up there where where there's no chance for statistical variance to affect the results. So, you're talking, uh, you know, fifty. Once you get over Five thousand people in a poll. Your your statistical statistical uh, outcome is, is pretty much uh, not going to be due to statistical variance. Uh, it's going to be actually what the what the uh, people really want. Although a lot of that is determined. I mean, I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday, just in terms of how people vote in in this country. And a lot of that may be based on where people are living and religion. And, and so that, those, those factors may enter into that, that 5,000. So if they're all coming from, from one particular area and one country and one religion, again, it may falsify the, the information. I'm all for this, by the way. I'm just trying yeah. to figure out a way that, that, Somebody cannot challenge you and say, "Well, Dwayne, you know that's all well and good, but right. those five thousand people all come from Alabama." I'm just making. Yeah, right. right. Well, that again, we're we're we want to promote this worldwide. We have members already from Canada, from England, from uh, Jakarta, Indonesia. So we are we are trying to to spread this out. Uh, it we we've made it. I've tried to make it. So it's non-threatening to people, and it doesn't cost anything to be a member. So we're not excluding anybody because they don't have a few dollars to pay for a entry fee, so to speak. Um, we try to keep it that no cost, but there is there is a, a cost involved in term. It's a non-monetary cost, but it's a cost in terms of your time and your effort. And to become a member of the United Earth Ecclesia, you have to. Uh, attest to the Earth Citizen Covenant. And uh, do you mind if I read that? No, I'll go ahead. I love it. <laughs> okay. United Earth Ecclesia Earth Citizen Covenant reads as follows. As active United Earth citizens, we promise that we will not harm or trespass in any way on the person and property of any other United Earth citizen. That includes a promise to uphold the bonds of trust that connect all United Earth citizens who have sworn to this covenant. As loving United Earth citizens, we promise to love one another and act toward others as we would like them to act toward us. As rational United Earth citizens, we promise to promote world peace and protect every United Earth citizen's right to total individual freedom, as long as that freedom does not harm the person or property of any other United Earth citizen. Finally, as responsible United Earth citizens, we promise to strive to do everything we possibly can to protect and improve the ecology of our communal environment. So there's nothing really earth-shaking here, but if if every citizen on Earth attested to this, we wouldn't have any more wars, I could tell you that. 
But um, the, the more importantly is that kind of gets us all starting on the same page. And um, if you had a choice to, say, do business with someone um, and you had a choice of someone who had attested to the covenant versus someone who had not attested to the government to the covenant, who would you choose to do business with? Well, or if you had a choice, right? What's that? I said for me, that's a no-brainer. I want to choose right. you know, because I I think that cooperation and collaboration are the wave of, like I said earlier, for us, you know, our own sustainability on this earth. I wish to some extent. It included animals. I was driving earlier today and on a road that should not have harmed any animal. And there was a turkey with its feathers splayed all over the road. And I just thought, why, why, are, we, why are we in such a hurry that we're harming not just ourselves and each other, but, but innocent animals when it could have really been avoided? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we, I wanted to at least we're all starting out on the same page. And, you know, whether you're doing business or having a romantic affair or or electing someone to public office, whether it be mayor or governor or president, um, if if we're attesting to this, this covenant and, and trying to live up to it as as best we can, um, I think it's just going to be a more uh, conducive environment to uh, having a cooperative uh, interrelationship rather than a competitive one, and uh, that's what we're striving to do. And, and we're 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 doing something here that's really unprecedented, um, and so we're kind of learning as we go along. We're just getting started, and. Um, our website is uh, exlo.org. Uh, Xlo stands for that's short for exclamation of love. Exlo.org is our website, and again, it doesn't cost anything to become a member. Uh, I've written a couple books about. Uh, Wait, uh, and I want to interrupt you a little bit because I want to focus on a couple of those books. I want to focus on the Earth Citizen's Guide to Co-Creating. The greatest and highest good. This is this a more recent book that you have? Yes. Um, yeah, I published that book last year, um, and it's it's kind of a uh, it's kind of a, a guideline on on how we can it's kind of how we can use all the tools we have available to to co-create the greatest and highest good. Um, so, give us an example about how we can do that from the book. Well, uh, obviously we're promoting the the website, and we want everybody to become a member of the website. But, um, for example, um, just uh, there's one area in there about prayer and meditation, and how we can just uh, uh, raise our own personal vibration levels, and and that in turn uh, raises everybody around us. So just just the fact that we're Striving to do that is going to is raise you know a rising tide raises all boats and so that's what, kind of one way we want to do it and the website itself is is got so many possibilities um, as far as expansion and and there's one whole section of the book that talks about that um, 
you know, like for example, uh, Craigslist is a is a is a really popular uh, website, and um, it does a lot of great things. But the problem with that website is that you don't really know anything about the person that you're dealing with. Um, so if we had a, a United Earth Ecclesia version of the website where we know that everybody had at least attested to the Earth Citizen Covenant, then we would have a much better starting point uh, as whether to start our negotiations with that person, knowing that, that at least they uh, are wanting to cooperate rather than be in competition with us. So it's just a matter of awareness. It's a matter of uh, looking at uh, how we interact with other people. Um, one thing about the website is that we can have polls and votes and and those kind of things without the without any PACs, without any lobbyists, without any corporate money uh, dictating uh, what we should do. It's all uh, a total free will. Uh, decision on on the part of every individual member as to how they will vote, and uh, on the different polls. And Dwayne, I want to yeah. ask you another. So, so, so there are polls. There are different polls on the website that people can actually vote on. In yes. terms, okay, perfect. And and give us an example of a type of poll that you have. Well, one of the ones we have on there right now is uh, we're looking at. Uh, what are the top issues that most people are concerned with? And I, I found a list from the World Economic Forum's Global Risks of 2014. They had a list of uh, concerns, and those included things like uh, physical crises in key economies, water crises, food crises, uh, climate change mitigation, extreme weather, uh, global governance failure, uh, social and political instability, income disparity, high unemployment or underemployment, uh, failures of major financial institutions or mechanisms, and some so of that, we're, some of that is we're looking at right, some of that is going on right now. <laughs> right. So on the poll, you can you can see which which of these do you uh, do you consider the most important that we need to deal with first. And so once we get uh, a significant uh, number of poll results where it's, <coughs> excuse me, again, not not subject to chance, um, it's statistically significant, then we will take that whatever issue it is, and then we'll say, okay, well, how should we deal with this issue? And then the members will offer uh, solutions, and we'll put the solutions do up to rank choice uh, ordering where people can okay, here's five solutions. Which one do you think would work the best and which one would work the least? And rank order them. And then once we do that, then we can determine which solution the majority of people think will work the best. And then we can we can use that solution and and try to make the changes that we want to make in order to make a better world. So that's the theory on how everything will work. And it's it's not short term. It, this is something that's going to take um, years and years to grow and develop and and change and evolve. And um, with the help of uh, all the membership, um, we don't want people that are just going to sign up and then do nothing. We want people that uh, have opinions and and have 
ideas and have ways of doing things that may be a little bit different that might work. But we want to hear from everybody. When, and, uh, when, when people are responding to polls, okay, I want to shift gears a little bit. And right now, is, have you had success with one particular area whereby people are already saying, okay, let's do this? And is there, I guess what I'm wondering is how long is it going, is it going to take to implement some of these ideas so that it's not just polling and, you know, and I'm not disputing the, the value of this at, at all, but to really get down to, okay, if we want to make change, we have to move past pass the polling, get a sense right. of what that means, and then do something with respect to action. Has any action been taken yet? And, no, and, because we're not there yet. We, we, okay. we're, we don't have a significant uh, – uh, we don't have a big enough membership yet to to have significant uh, results in of our polling, you know, statistically significant. We need at least 1,000 people to even get close to any kind of statistical significance so that we we are assured that our polling results are, are accurate. So right now we're in the foundation, uh, the foundational phase of the right. organization. Everybody that joins right now is is a foundation member, and that has some extra be- lifetime benefits that are that are uh, outlined on the website. Um, but right now we're just we're we're just in the recruiting of the membership. So we can get those numbers, so we can get the statistically significant numbers from the polls. And then if you look at an organization like AARP, for example, uh, you know they have a lot of clout, but they have a huge membership. And so when AARP speaks, Congress listens because they have such a big constituency. And so that's the same thing we want to do with our organization. We want to get the numbers up there where where we have some clout and when we do uh, finalize the statistical significance of the polls and the action plans, then we will have some clout in order to make those things really uh, stick and, and make the changes that we want. You know, and I think that's very important, the way you're going about it, because, again, you know, who's going to believe believe the, the, the people that are giving, you know, responding to one poll unless they're, like you said, unless there's a big enough constituency that's, that's backing it. I want to talk right. a little bit about your other book that takes place. I think it's set five years in the future. Can you talk about that? That that seems like an interesting story, and I want to share that with our listeners. By the way, folks, we're talking to Dwayne Sternholm, a.k.a. Dane Starlin, talking about this great organization. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, that book, uh, of course, the uh, the initials uh, of United Earth Ecclesia are UEE. So I kind of played on that a little bit in the title of that book. It's uh, UEs or not UEs, that is the question, which, uh, play, again, plays on Shakespeare a little bit. But the, the book basically – has a is, the protagonist is a young lady, and in the the book happens in one day of her life, and there's two scenarios. In one scenario, she is a member of the United Earth Ecclesia and goes through a day of her life, and how the book shows how uh, being a member 
uh, affected her life that day. In the other scenario, she is not a member of the organization. So it's the same day, uh, but one scenario she's a member, one scenario she's not a member. And, and basically I wanted to show the difference of how being a member can make a change in your life. And again, now, I don't set don't, don't five years away, in the future. Right. Don't give away too much in terms of what those outcomes are, because I want people to, to get get a hold of the book. Go ahead. Yeah, and the book's available on the website. Uh, we also have uh, uh, ebook versions, and we also have audio book versions if you like audio books, uh, and you can get those uh, on the website. Um, What's Lenergy? Lenergy. Yeah, energy and and most people don't know what that means. And it, and well, it's that's very, because it's a concept uh, that I basically made up. <laughs> I know. That's why I uh, that, that was a that was a subject of my master's thesis in college. Uh, uh, my thesis was titled "A Metaphysical Model of Matter," and uh, we talked about energy. Energy is the energy of love, and mm-hmm. the inner not just the energy of love. It it's it's an energy in the world, and it's if you look at things like uh, miracles, for example, uh, if you look at at Jesus and how he did miracles uh, when he changed the water into wine, for example, for him to do that, there had to be an actual uh, physical transformation of those molecules from from water into wine. And in order to accomplish that, you had to have a force that's even more powerful than than just the normal uh, attractive factors at, at the subatomic level. So, um, or if you have th- uh, something like uh, ESP or you know extrasensory perception or telekinesis or those kind of things, there has to be a physical energy in order for those things to occur. And even looking at how we are made in the image of God, you know, God is the creator. And how did God create the universe? He had to have some type of mechanism or some type of energy to do that. And we are in the same, made in the same image of that. We also, in order to create something we have to start out with the idea and then we have the idea and then we use our actual energy to focus on that idea and make it into a reality and so the actual energy that we are using to focus and to to create is what i term linergy the energy of love and we're all made out of energy, basically. That's that's the very you know, basic that we're made out of. There have been studies in terms of energy and studies in terms of of somewhat, you know, that love energy that you're talking about, and being able to create some changes in water and some changes in other kinds of things when. The mindset, the human mindset, is one more of a loving place, of a, of, a, of a humanitarian state, rather than 
than something else. So I, t- I totally support this, and I think it's important. You're talking a lot about God and Jesus. Is this a, a Christian or a religious organization? Because I, people need to know that. from. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't say that. I, I would say it's if there's any kind of tag on it in that vein, it would be it's spiritual. And that's because we're all spiritual beings. We all have a spirit. We all have a soul. And it, it's we're just uh, in a physical body. body. Our soul's in our physical body. That's our physical bodies are made out of stardust. So we're we're basically the energy of love in a body made out of stardust. I so love we're all it. the same. Right. No, I totally get it, and I totally love it. And that's what you know. That's I actually do a lot with energy, so I I, I understand it. And the energy of love that you're talking about is so powerful. It's so transformative that so that I believe, just like what you're talking about and predicting, that that energy can can transform so much. So, Dwayne, we're running out of time, and I want people to be able to find out more about your organization, be able to sign up, be able to get a hold of you and this book. So share the information again, please. Yeah, the uh, the website is exloxlo.org and uh you can get the books you can get the information you can sign up there the the website itself really has two parts there's a there's the part that's the non-members area uh that's when you first come to the website uh it's the non-members area but there's also a whole a whole another side of the members only area and that side's where we have the polls we have a community post area in there. Um, we also, one of the benefits for founding members is we have a member business directory, and founding members get a free listing in the business area. Um, but just go to xlo.org, and you can do everything uh, as far as uh, ordering the books, whether it be the, the audio books or the print books or the e-books. Uh, and we also have products. We have a... We have a uh, registered collective mark called the Exclamation of Love mark, and only members can display that, and we have products with that on it. And that's to help us defray the cost of the website. And one of, one of the exciting things that's coming up fairly soon is we're going to use the new, um, the new rules on, on crowdfunding to – to make the organization member totally membership owned, we're going to do an equity crowdfunding uh, fundraiser where we're going to build up a, a little uh, fund uh, for for keeping the website up in per- perpetuity without having to do advertising or any of that kind of thing. We want to just keep it clean, keep it uh, keep advertising out of there. And so we're going to – and actually the, the members are going to actually own the website. So that's exciting. That We can't do that before May 16th because of the crowdfunding rules. But uh, right. that's a real exciting part. Well, so there's no. a lot of wonderful stuff to come. And what I want everybody to do is I want everybody to stay tuned and to really go to the website, check it out, check out Dwayne and his wife, and check out – how you can be a part of it and change our world with love and with cooperation and collaboration. Dwayne, I love what you stand for. Thanks so much for being a guest today. 
Well, thank you, Joanne. I, I just want to share this with everybody. We just we just need as many many people as we can to become members, so we can really have some clout and make some positive changes in the world. Wonderful. Thanks again, Dwayne. Have a blessed day. You. Everybody, you've been listening to Dwayne, and really do go to his website, xlo.org, dedicated to the co-creation of the greatest and highest good for all Earth citizens. And that's a wonderful concept, a wonderful idea. And as Dwayne said, that we need support of people who are like-minded and who understand the power that collaboration and cooperation can wield in our world and in terms of sustainability. Next week, April 6th, we have someone who's not a stranger to Power Your Life, Bernie Siegel, who has a new book. He's an author of many books, and his new book is called Love, Animals, and Miracles, and that's next week, April 6th. And if you missed any part of today's show you're in luck because it's going to be on blog talk radio on my website docwhite.org i know duane will help promote it too and again it's what we're talking about is something very important and a really profound beautiful peaceful loving energetic way to change the world and speaking of changing the world we're coming upon April, which is Autism Awareness Month. I don't know if many of you know, but I have a new book out called More Heaven Because Every Child is Special. And it's a very important book, and I'm very excited about it. You can get it on Amazon.com. You can get it on BarnesandNoble.com. More Heaven Because Every Child is Special. And we are all special. We all have incredible gifts and incredible abilities, and I think it's up to all of us to be able to help each one of us bring out those true gifts to share so that we can celebrate them and celebrate one another and really change the world. If you're interested in finding out more about upcoming shows, getting some free information, and finding out more about some of my courses, Go to doc, D-O-C, W-H-I-T-E dot org. Join us and follow us. And remember, you have an incredible ability. You have incredible power within you, power to do good, power to change yourself, and power to help contribute, as Dwayne was talking about, Dwayne Sternholm was talking about the whole wonderful interview to make changes that you want to see in the world for the greatest and the highest good. So thanks so much for tuning in. Remember next week, April 6th, Bernie Siegel, go to my website, duckwhite.org and check out my new book, More Heaven, because every child is special. And I want you to celebrate yourself today. Thanks for joining us and have a blessed day wherever you are. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.